Aloha. This is Jack Law, owner of Wave Waikiki and Hula's Bar and Laystand. Unfortunately, you are listening to Maleko and Flash's podcast. I hope you are drinking a lot. <laughs> Ding. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> Hello, hello, welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. Hey, I'm Maleko. Hey, and I'm Flash. (laughs) We've got a great show lined up for you today. Not only do we have a bartender and a special guest, we have food today. Not that that helps you at all, podcast listener, but just know that we're being well fed today. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We are excited to have you here with us. As we introduce you to our special guest, but before we go there, let's meet our bartender slash uh, special restaurant of the day. Yeah, because, uh, we're our, ramping it up. Our buddy Rob from Yawacha uh, came solid today. Um, first of all, thanks for coming in, guys. Of course, you know we wanted to be here and support you guys. I think it's great. Rob, uh, you brought uh, your bartender skipper, my fave. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I can't wait to see what you've made us. Every time you make me a drink, I always get wasted. I know. It's not 5 a.m. this time, so. It's true. It's, it's wow. more reasonable. <laughs> Skipper with the shots ow, ow. fired right out of the gate. It's going to be a fun show, kid. This, this is what you get for asking her about her love life. That's, yeah. yeah, that is what you get. Yeah. So uh, you've actually brought alcohol, but Rob, you also brought some, some poo-poos from Yawacha. What would you bring us? Yes. I knew you guys would be hungry, and I heard that nobody's brought you food before. So we wanted they to haven't. make sure that we fed you. We got pork and prawn shumai. We got some hargao, venison puff, duck roll, and then a little sweet tooth for you guys. Got brought you some macarons. Oh, my gosh. It all looks so oh, good. Oh, the macarons are my favorite thing. I mean, everything there is amazing, but truly the macarons are, like, my favorite thing on the menu there. Right there. <laughs> that's just it. True that's, story. I like the per- like the purpley ones. You, see, you yeah. do, don't you? Yeah. Can I get the gay colored one, yeah. please? We did bring you a fork to eat your macaroons with, though. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone else you want to throw under the bus, Skipper? Here's Max. She's on- I don't know him that well yet. <laughs> you don't know me that well either. That hasn't stopped you. Skipper, you brought us some cocktails today. What did you make? We have the uh, smoking coconut, which is kind of like a whiskey tiki drink. It's going to have some um, Old Forester bourbon, St. Germain, a little bit of lemon juice, coconut, and a smoked maple syrup, as well as the Islay scotch. So it's going to have two smoky components in there, a little bit of citrus. It's a nice balanced cocktail, and we put it on a hibiscus ice cube. Okay, on a hibiscus ice cube. What does that mean? Uh, So it's basically uh, just infused with hibiscus tea, and it's going to add an extra layer to the cocktail, a little bit of herbal, and it changes over time. The the color changes, the flavor changes, creates a little more experience. So some bar back every day is pissed off having to make like hibiscus-flavored water and then freeze it (laughs) to make these damn ice cubes. Now I make them myself. It's all good. Oh, <laughs> all right. Again, just one more reason. Flash, you know nothing about Skipper. You you know nothing. I don't. That's, I don't. We're going to know each other very, very well. By the by end the, of this? By the end of this podcast. All right. We'll yeah. give you a couple drinks first. Well, why don't you, why don't you mix some of those up for us right now? We'll get the, uh, the podcast listeners at home a chance to make their own. Uh, and Flash, why don't you introduce us to our special guest today? Uh, so this is Max Hanneman. Yes, it's Mufi's cousin. Mufi somehow got all the height, though. <laughs> and um, so Max is the most popular core power yoga instructor for Sculpt. Um, interestingly enough, he used to be an NFL agent. Uh, huh. And he also, if I'm not mistaken, used to be or is currently a lawyer. 
But he's really just most known locally as like the sculpt teacher guy. Okay, wait a minute. So you're a sculpt instructor. Uh, you're the cousin of a famous politician. Uh, you're a lawyer. And uh, and you used to be a, a, a sports agent? NFL, yeah. That's fantastic, man. True. You, you got a lot going on there. Uh, you know, it's always fun. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I'm the most popular teacher. There's a lot of great teachers there. See, he just uh, he doesn't want to you know get yeah, get any yeah. flack from any of the other teachers. That, by the way, none of the other teachers listen to the show, yeah. so it's fine. No, you know what? Yogis are all namaste until somebody gets into their who's more popular game, and then it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm yeah. striking a warrior pose on your face. It's like uh, when Maleko and I try to figure out who has better hair or like who's the better MC. It used That's... to be. But now I have more hair than you, so it's <laughs> not even a challenge anymore. Uh, Max, because you're the special guest today, you get to come up with our drinking game or word of the day. Uh, just any word that you think we might be using a lot today that'll get people at home to drink. Let's use workout. Workout. Oh, look at that. I hear, I hear Skipper's doing work. <laughs> That's it. Skipper's doing work. All right. Out. I, ho- I hope you brought enough there, Skipper, because every time we hear the word workout today, we're going to go ahead and ring the bell. Uh, you're going to drink at home. Uh, if you're driving, uh, pull over and, <laughs> and enjoy the show. <laughs> How did you meet Flash? Gee, how far do we go, Flash? Well, Just, I got to know Flash more in the Scope Studio, in the Yoga Studio. That, right? that sounds totally not awkward. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I imagine that's when Flash is at his best, right? His mouth is shut because he's working out. Uh, he's probably pretty pleasant to be around in the sculpt studio. Most of the time, he I don't won't say, shut up. Yeah, I don't say much. I mean, you can't really say much when Max is torturing you. This is so beautiful, by the way. I wish this was a video podcast so you could see how amazing these drinks look. This is un. This is like you don't even want to drink it. No, I know. It's, it's just so photogenic. Hold on, I'm going to have to Instagram this. Photogenic, I think, is the best word for it. Hello, pretty cocktail. Hello. Seriously, and this it is smells like, great too. I feel like I'm on a Hawaiian Airlines flight or something. This is amazing. Thanks, Skip. Thank you, Skip. Oh yeah, cheers. Yes. Work out, cheers. Work out. Wow, these are amazing. Oh. Cheers. What was that? That smokiness in there? It's gonna have a mm. smoked maple syrup as well as Lagavulin, so Islay Scotch and a smoked maple syrup. That's what that is. Is that's that a Lagavulin? That's uh, Ron uh, Ron Swanson's favorite. Mm. Whiskey, right on uh, Parks and Recreation. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yes, and he he ends he ends up going to the distillery in Scotland, and I thought it was a fake brand, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. this is real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's real, and it's like that's like a really special high end, like as far as Scotch goes. Yeah, it's really it, nice. It's very nice. Hey Max, you work core power yoga. I do. Uh, what is, is that? Is that, a, <laughs> is that a cult? What is that? Oh, it's an interesting question. It's not. You know, before I started teaching, uh, my wife and I were going there when it first opened up back in 2012, 2013, I believe, when they only had one studio and it was in Kahala Mall, and it was just a great form of a workout, and we really enjoyed. Um, Oh, I get oh, it. I, 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 he looked at me funny, and I was like, wait, what? Was, workout is so, the drink of the day. I was so interested the, in what you were saying. Workout right. is the word of the day. Go, go on. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to take a sip. So is I it a pause the for word. drinking? Workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be a busy day, kids. So, yeah, in, I, I think before I walked into the, the, that studio, I, maybe the, I could see the perception of yoga, that type of... Um, setting being a cult but you get over it right away once you walk inside it's just 
once the music starts going, once you start getting into your rhythm of the workout. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Here, give him the bell. I know. Yeah. <laughs> not messing around, are you? Seriously, get into there. Then it's just it's just another great way, a form to get to get your sweat out. But you see, know. you're 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 a teacher, so I don't know. Maybe you're employed by them, and you mm. got to play by their corporate rules. But I mean, it's pretty culty. I go there all the time. It's pretty culty. That's well, it, yeah. Even because I'm not the only one. A bunch but of people it, that go to Core Power say it's like it's pretty culty. But you could also substitute the word culty with clicky or Ob- with, obsessed with, with membership. Like it, it definitely you're in a club if you're part of this Core Power thing. Okay, so that was my question. How do you define cult? Yeah. So if you start a membership, maybe some clicks. Yeah, I can see. It, you know, why not? Do bit. you feel like uh, that it's because? It's particularly with sculpt, it's so hard that essentially, like you're really like you're going through this really intense physical thing together, and so like everyone in the room is kind of bonded by the time it's all said and done. Oh, no doubt. I think anytime you go through something difficult with anybody, yeah, you form a bond, right? Yeah, no, that's true. That's but, why, yeah. So that's why Maleko and I are so close. We just <laughs> we we go through so many trials and tribulations together. It. We've been hired and fired together so many times. It's great. And now, so Rob from the Hakkasan Group. Uh, you are a crazy CrossFit guy, so like I'm always posting about Sculpt. Mm-hmm. Rob's always posting about CrossFit. Now, Speaking CrossFit of cults, definitely <laughs> a cult. CrossFit is definitely a cult. Definitely. Just making sure that everybody knew that, and so is, so is yoga. <laughs> uh, it's what, just different. What you makes know? it a cult? Uh, I think, like Max said, it's completely just you know people are part of that. You're going through something intense and. Especially with like the different classes, right? People go to specific classes times a day. Like I go five thirty AM every day. And wow. those people that go at five thirty AM, they're pretty damn successful. And they're pretty driven folks. You got CEOs, you got yeah. you know, leaders of organizations, politicians and You won't see Maleko or or I there at five thirty. Well, Maleko's no, so, got yeah. his morning show. I don't yeah. know. You're, I don't know where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> so <laughs> You uh, yeah. see what you did there? <laughs> you just compared uh, uh, fitness and, and getting getting uh, getting your fitness on, getting your workout on, to uh, a traumatic experience. So, like, I'm picturing, you know, somebody who's surviving uh, some sort of a natural disaster or somebody who's gone through, you know, a, a, some crazy traumatic experience with a bunch of people. Like, when you come out on the other side of that, you're happy to be alive, and you feel good. And you just compared that to working out. That's crazy. <laughs> it's pretty intense. It's that super intense. That's I think, not you know, how I like at, to work out. Looking like, at sculpt, looking at, you know, CrossFit. I do yoga, too. You know, I do I do yeah. that, and I think it's, you know, it's great. I think, you know, changes your mindset, changes your, you know, your body, changes your feelings. But in, at the end of the day, it's like this. Those groups are definitely clickish, yeah. <laughs> both sides. I now I've noticed this too. So it's like I'm either like I'm either team CrossFit, I'm team Sculpt, I'm team Orange Theory. Your team, let's get wasted. Yes, but you're extreme all the way. Whatever, whatever it is that's your workout of choice. Somehow that workout's better than all the rest, and all the other ones suck. And it's like my workout's harder than yours. It's and so there is. It's like there's this divide. Instead of like, and again, to me, that's part of what makes it culty. It's like 
me personally, like I like Core Power. I like Orange Theory. I li- I like doing all these different things. It's okay to like more than one, but it seems like most members of whatever it is is their thing. It's like it, that's the only one. Uh, it could it could be a money thing too, right? You, you're, you're not, not only you're investing your time and your energy in that particular club, but you're also spending a monthly membership. Yeah. So maybe you feel that connection to that club, and I don't know about knocking down the other places. I think there's a great workout. For everybody out there, <laughs> whether it's at Core Power, Orange Theory, CrossFit, whatever, or just running on some of our most beautiful running paths here on, yeah. here on the island. I mean, yeah, that's hiking what, That's what's so beautiful about it. Yeah, hiking. And just going back to that working out, comparing it to some, a, li- a life-changing moment. I think whenever you're working out, you just want to <laughs> you get outside. You want to get outside the, your comfort the, zone. The, the bell right? Away. And so right. whether it's running, whether it's CrossFit, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you want to come outside your comfort zone, work a little bit harder than what you're normally used to, feel that pain, feel that transformation happening, and then and obviously you're going to click, you're going to bond with the people next to you. Yeah, I think it's just natural, and I don't think there's any type of, um, I don't know, hatred for, toward other places. It's just that you found a place that matches your style. Right. And you, that's it. You associate with it. Yeah. So what's the difference? We, we Actually, we had a, a yoga instructor here before, and she, she talked to us through the, the different types of yoga. Uh, what's the difference between that and sculpt? Great question. So you, sculpt combines basically three type of workouts. You're looking yeah, at, I took it away. <laughs> I said we're done Why with, did you take away the bell? <laughs> we're done with the bell. Are you kidding me? I, 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 I need, just drunk already. Exactly. I'm going to be blacked out by the end of the hour. Need some dim sum. I just want to see what the next drink will be. <laughs> <laughs> so three types. It so, combines three types of workouts. In exactly. Sculpt. So you got the yoga, of course. Mm-hmm. Then you got the weightlifting because we do it with dumbbells. So I don't know if you've ever been to a yoga class with weights. So that's what it brings in. That's yeah. right there is the biggest difference. And then there's a lot of cardio involved. Okay. So you got three types of workouts going on, what, interchanging with each other. What's what's the percentage breakdown of of each? Like in the hour of sculpt, how much of it really is actually and, and, yoga? And I think that goes to the teacher, yeah. But in general. Yeah. Well, how long is a class? Maybe, what is it? Ninety minutes a class? Sixty minutes. Okay. And on the weekends we do seventy five. Okay, so 60, 75, I mean, yeah. that's, that's shorter than a, a Bikram class or something. Yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll do a 90-minute class. Right. Um, so you're, how are you incorporating all of that in there? You're getting the yoga, you're getting the fitness, you're getting the uh, Yeah, the break cardio. it down. I, I, I want to hear the percentage breakdown. Gee, I, if I was a guest on the top of my head, I'd probably say maybe about 20% yoga. Okay. And then a good 40% or so of cardio, because cardio is all involved, and you got a lot of weights as well involved. You know, Flash, he picks up his he, – he never puts down his weights – so that's what's also nice about that's, once you get on your oh mat, you suck it, Maleko. Look at what you're doing. Suck it, Maleko. <laughs> Look at what you're doing here, Max. Creating a monster. <laughs> Flash is a machine. Yeah. Flash a actually drunk has three machine. sets of weights. Many people just grab one set of weight. Wow. Flash creates his kingdom when he sits down on his mat, that's, builds his wall with all the different sizes of weights. And yeah, do not I, mess with Flash on his mat. I'd say I'm impressed, but I'm not. <laughs> Max, enough about me. Go on. <laughs> So what kind of cardio do you, I mean, how much cardio can you do, you know, on a, on a two by three mat? Yeah, it's, you, know, you, can, you can face four different directions, so it's kind of nice. But, you know, there's a lot of jumping jacks, high knees, you do a lot of cardio, maybe burpees. from the plank position. Like those crossfitters, oh, the you're, burpees. You're, so you're talking like high intensity, yeah. short, oh, yeah. wow. Short yeah. bursts, things like that. And wow. then um, I don't think there's any harder workout than a burpee, whether you're on your yoga mat or at CrossFit. You tell me if there's something more yeah. difficult than doing a burpee. That's, I um, think as far as a body weight move goes, 
Well, I mean, I would say a pull-up, too. Pull-up, push-up, they're up there. If you do the burpee to a pull-up, pull up, that's burpee, those are jumps, gangster. You know, yeah. It gets pretty serious. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. You've just described my seven circles of hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is absolutely the the the, the thing I, I detest the most. Like I I like I work out because we I can have tell. to work out. But you know, we I mean, can but tell. Yeah, I mean, you physically can't tell Strange. because I'm I'm happy with the way I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I. You know, when you talk about taking these workout classes and you talk about being fit and living a healthy lifestyle, a lot of people think that everything has to go with that. There's, these are the same people that go to Core Power and now they're stoked because they're going to go shopping at Whole Foods and then they're going to go home and they're going to, they're going to, you know, water their organic whatever. So, how does that work out with people like us who drink lots of alcohol? Because it seems like instructors party just as hard. As as they work out, is that true? Are you are you a, are you a, a drinker party? I know I do. I'm not sure about all the other instructors, yeah. but that's one of my favorite mantras, right? You work hard and you play hard. Max uh, is the only instructor I know that constantly references drinking and being hungover in every single class. <laughs> He's he, it's almost like you're like an alcohol ambassador, like. It's like, hey, let's go work out like really hard for the next hour so we can go drink later on. I think that's relatable to a lot of people, right? It's very, very relatable to me. I, I think those people that are, are on strict diets, much props to them, but I do not have that discipline. I like to work hard. I like to play hard when I get out of the studio or enjoying some company with some good people. I would say you drink what? Almost every day. I try not to. Wow. Well, hey, hey, judgmental. Do you really try, though? Over here. Listen to you, pot kettle. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just I'm, I'm commenting on a statement of fact. There's no judgment in it's my like, voice. Should we quantify the amount of alcohol you consume here, buddy? I consume a lot. Yes, you do. I do consume. I'm not saying it's... I'm definitely not opposed to consuming a lot of alcohol. <laughs> but he, but he, but he, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's part of why I work out so much. But I, I mean, I like that Max likes to party. And mm-hmm. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that that's one of the reasons why you're so popular is because you're relatable. You're yeah. not like only drinking kale smoothies seven times a day and like, you know, running like triathlons every weekend. You're like, hey, let's work hard, but then I'm going to go to Pint and Jigger and suck a couple down. There you go. And, I, and I'm fine without the six pack. I'm not going to lie. A lot of guys that I know have six packs, those eight packs. I don't know how much they really enjoy life. Mm. <laughs> but if it works for them, great for them. Yeah. But, you actually uh, said something important there, enjoying life. Yeah. I mean, in living a fit lifestyle, being a healthy lifestyle. I can appreciate that, and I can understand how that would make you feel healthy. Um, the drinking and partying thing, I totally get. When you're teaching your classes here, uh, you're looking at a sea of faces. Um, you've got people of all different skill levels. You know, you got people that come in there like me who are just clumsy and following all over the place. Uh, I've never taken your class, uh, full disclosure, but I I've heard enough about it that I know that I don't think I want him to take your class. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Flash. <laughs> uh, but you, you've got this face, this sea of people. Do you train your workout based on the room? Do you feel? Are you like a DJ? You feel the room, or do you just go in there and you just have it all planned out? Oh, you know, that's like, a good today question. is Tuesday. I feel like kicking everybody's ass today. Or do you look around the room? And you go. We went hard last night, kids. It's Sace de Mayo. Let's take this one easy. Uh, I try to never take it easy because I always tell everybody, take a break when you need to. And then it's, it's a lot easier to take a break and then it, as opposed to if you're not making it hard enough for them, for them to have to pick it up on their own. You're, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's always easier as a student to tone it down if you need to as opposed to having to take it to another level if it's not hard enough for you. So when you're dying and the room starts spinning and you're about to black out, maybe stop for a second, but Max is just going to keep charging. 
Well, I'll find the breaks. We'll, we'll find the breaks. We'll make sure we, we still stay in tune with our breath and everything like that because I do not want you to pass out or black out. Although it does happen once in a great while. Really? Probably because the people didn't drink enough water the day before. They come dehydrated oh, and they're yeah. trying to keep up with their neighbor that comes every day. And yeah. so, you know, things like that happen. So I always try to remind people, hey, this is your class, your mat, you do your thing. Somebody will come anytime. There's no judgment at all. Don't worry about what Flash is doing. A lot of times, Flash, he thinks he's the best one in the class. He's far from it. <laughs> okay, I'm interested. Well, yeah. I'm interested now. That's the way you sell Maleko on a sculpt class. <laughs> what, what is the craziest thing? Is someone passing out, blacking out? Is that the craziest thing you've seen yeah, in a class? Because it's, and that's another big difference going back to the workout. It's heated. So I don't know about the oh, CrossFit, but you walk I love, in. I love that. Yeah. So the classroom is, is anywhere between 92 to 95 degrees. Ooh. So it's a big difference. Like being yeah. in this room or working out like maybe at the gym where it's AC. Mm -hmm. Before you even get started, your, your, body, your body's temperature is rising. You're almost sweating already. So there's a lot of sweat. But far the most common, you know, people get lightheaded. Once in a while, they may pass up, but that hardly, that doesn't happen very often. That's like, wait. Has, has anyone, like, when they've had the weights in their hand, like they go flying or they drop them or anything like that? I see people drop the weights, but not when they're like in there. So maybe when they're picking it up or yeah. when, they, when, they, when they're ready to set it back down, maybe it just slips out of their hand. I haven't seen anything crazy like that, Flash. We, we better knock on wood. We're like jinxing the, like the right, whole right. situation. Hey, how, did you, how did you settle on this? What I mean, you have all these different career options for you. I mean, politics, NFL. I mean, what, how do you get here? So, like I said, we, we first started going just as students. And... Um, it's not a career. It does not pay enough to be able to support and live here in Hawaii. So do you support have another job? Do you do something else? I do. So I am still, you know, I still have my, my law license. I'm still a lawyer oh, by so trade. so you're still practicing yeah. law. And I work, don't hate me for it, I work at the utility, HECO. Oh. So okay. we appreciate you guys each month when you send in your checks. He's, he's, down, <laughs> he's down playing, I mean, tell him exactly what you do, because it's really impressive. At HECO? Yeah. So I, I run the labor relations area, so anything to do with the union. Okay. Obviously, our, our employees, half of them are unionized, living in a unionized state. As you know, Hawaii is one of the strongest union states. Yeah. So anything to do with the union. Um, but he's in charge of the so, union. You're the union well, guy. Well, I'm the company representative yeah. in dealing with the union. So whether it's... Yeah. Negotiating a new contract, overseeing type, some type of union issue. That is like an ugly, like, well, you, it's, that's it's, a serious, like, butt heads kind of job. It is. But, um, you know, you just try to do your best. You try to collaborate. You try to work together. And obviously, you're not going to agree all the time. But yeah. as long as you're honest up front, you try to do the right thing. <laughs> no, you're not going to get that new raise. <laughs> Done. <laughs> End of story. Well, you know, being the head of the, of the or being responsible for the union there at, at Hawaiian Electric, that's almost like being a politician. I mean, you've. You've, you represent the nice. people. And so, I mean, wh what's this Hanneman thing with politics? Oh, my you know, I, I, mean, had, I, I don't want to talk. I want to move the conversation. Maleko, you know. KITV news reporter, <laughs> just filling in here. I'm just, you know, just what's, uh, it, what's going on there? I've had my fair share of holding signs for my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how he does it, but I think one politician in any family is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so leave it at that but um that's a tough job politicians yeah. a thankless job and obviously no matter where you go there's always that bad group or whenever, no matter yeah. what group you're looking at kind of gives everybody else a bad name yeah but um it's pretty thankless it and, is a and thankless politicians job. are constantly getting stuff thrown at them yeah. you're, you're gonna yeah. make somebody mad no matter what yeah. you do why would you want why why would you want to have you ever asked your, your cousin you ever say what why, why you do this you know, he's a lawyer too isn't he he's not He's not. Yeah, so I got that over him. Okay. Well, <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. Uh, Suck it, Mufi. <laughs> what is uh, what is Mufi up to these days? He's at the 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, HLTA Hawaii Tourism, HTLA Hawaii H-T-L-A. Tourism Lodging Association. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think I saw him so, on the news the other day for that. I think it's a great gig for me. He matches it perfect. Yeah. yeah he's I think good it's a lot easier than politics. Oh, well, sure. I mean, no one's talking about rail over there. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's going to make anybody's job easier. I, I heard a good joke the other day. I was at a, I was a, I was at a get together for our family member. Um, Mufi was there, too. And um, a comedian came up to say a few words. <laughs> and he said, Sorry, I'm late. I was on the rail, and it stopped at the stadium. <laughs> we, were in, we were in the Alamona Hotel. That was a great joke. <laughs> so I guess from now on, if you're ever late to something, just tell everybody. I was, on, yeah. I was riding the rail. <laughs> so uh, were you into sports growing up? I mean, you got into the NFL uh, or as uh, working with NFL players. Uh, you got to be a big football fan. Big time. And you know, I grew up out there in Lightyear, Coquay. I went to Coquay High School. So that's football country out there. So it was an easy transition. When I was in law school, one of my best buddies, he was playing with the Seahawks, Itula Milley. And um, during law school, he, he wanted me to represent him once, once I finished law school. So that was an easy transition. Who's your first client right there? Very first client. I was, I was very fortunate. Normally, that's the hardest, that's the hardest part, the, yeah. the hardest hump to get over, getting your first client. Yeah. I mean, a bona fide client, one that's playing every day. Yeah, one that's going to pay you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was kind of like that was a transition kind of led into that. and. Very well respected among the Polynesian athletes. Uh-huh. You, know, you talk to any Polynesian athlete out there, they'll know who Itula is. And so opened a lot of other doors. Mm. It was a great experience, though. Got to go to a few Super Bowls. Had some clients in some Super Bowls. Oh, yeah? What? Things like that. Which, what Super Bowls? They were both on the East Coast in Florida, okay. unfortunately. And both have, and, oh, let me say, two Super Bowls. One in Miami, one in Tampa. Probably the two worst halftime performances in the last 15 uh, years. Who, who were they? Okay, Bruce Springsteen was one. Uh, no, no, nothing against Bruce Springsteen. Okay. But, I mean, look. Way too Mar- white for you. Huh? Way too white for you. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, look at some of the ones they had recently. Right? Like Bruno Mars. Sure. They had this Beyonce There's one. No I mean, Bruno. There's no ones. Prince. And the other one was The Who. The Who? Yeah. Who? The Who. The Who. The Who. <laughs> Those are both great Exactly. Bands. Exactly. But anyways. But you're right. But not my not, cup of tea. You know, you could have gone to the Janet one. That never happened, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Bruno. So yeah, what, why would you even get out of the NFL? I mean, that seemed, being an NFL agent would be like a dream job that seems for like so a many cash people. cow. That seems like, <laughs> it's, it's like what's that show, The Rock, uh, Billions? Ballers. Ballers. Ballers, yeah. Why would you want to get out of the NFL thing? I, I guess it's like that perception, right? I mean, the perception that yoga is a cult, the perception that being an agent is like the life. It's a cutthroat business. Mm. And I think number one reason was geography-wise, I would have to move to the mainland. It was wow. just too much to travel. I was traveling almost every other weekend. To a different city. Don't you think the cutthroat angle could play into, I mean, there's so many local athletes mm-hmm. that are in the NFL. If I'm a local athlete and, and you know it's a, this cutthroat business, who else would I rather have represent me than another local? Oh, boy? no doubt. And, and that, was, that was a lot of times um, the way to get in the door, mm-hmm. so to speak, and gain their trust. But at the end of the day, all the happening is in the mainland. Whatever team they go to, there's only one college football team here. They got core power in the mainland. Why don't you just move to the mainland? Man, it's something about leaving this island, man. Once you leave it, how are you going to come back? It's it's very hard hard to get back. You talk about uh, representing these local players. That sounds like something that they you were probably a really good asset to them because you talk about these boys that coming out from uh, you know from St. Louis or, or maybe coming out from from any of the local schools, and they're getting a, an offer. They're getting an opportunity to go to something like the NFL. It's like how do you get a local boy ready? for the big, bad corporate world of the NFL. It's, it's probably I mean, nice to have a, a local guy in there in the middle. And is. a local guy with a law degree. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. I mean, you just got to, you always got to remember, remind yourself you're there for them. Yeah, you're not there for yourself. And you got to represent their best interests, do your best to get their best deal possible. Obviously, 
the game film is going to be the number one criteria, whether a team likes you or not. The game film is does not It's not lie. the combine? That's part of it. That's, that's one of the factors, but the game film doesn't lie. I mean, you see guys at the combine, they'll tear it up, but it's like a track meet. Mm. And what their game film does, doesn't really back up what they did at the combine. And then they may get drafted higher than what they should have, and they end up being a flop. And vice versa. There's guys that are great on the field, but they're not very good at the combine. Huh. And then Jerry Rice was never wasn't good in the combine. Example. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, there's all those factors. It's a. It's like I don't know. You got all these multi-billionaires owning these teams, spending all this money on supposed to be the best scouts, the best talent evaluators, and they get it wrong too. You know. What if like uh, when Marcus Mariota was coming out of school and he was going to get drafted. What if like a Marcus Mariota calls you up and is, wants to bring you out of retirement? What Jeez, do you do? That is like a dream client, right? Look at him on and off the field. Total stud. Does he always well remember? Well-spoken. Well-spoken. Smart, articulate, yeah. etc. Remembers his roots. Yeah, I mean, still hasn't lost his local yeah. boy roots. Yeah. That's, that's a dream yeah. client. That's almost like a no-brainer. I mean, geez. So you would, you would yeah. go back for the right person? Yeah, I'll just have to sit down and talk story with the wife. You know? <laughs> 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 well, there's kind of a juxtaposition of, of, of industries there, too, because in the NFL, I mean, these players, I mean, sure, they're fit and they're, they're, they're doing really good things, but at the same time, they're beating their bodies up. You know, when they come out of the NFL, they're trashed. You know, their bodies are just beat up. Now there's concussions. Worry about that. Uh, whereas on the other end of the spectrum, here you are enhancing people's lives. Um, I mean, have you thought about that, you know, that juxtaposition? Are you in a better place now, maybe, because of that? Uh, I enjoy, you know, you learn from your experience, right? So that's a great point. I, 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 like, I like that. Um, and just, I think teaching, um, as Flash was saying earlier, in, in front of all these people, it's, it's a great feeling to be able to, I don't want to get too, like, deep or anything, but, like, to help touch their lives in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe just push them a little bit harder than they would have pushed themselves if they were working out on their own. And just to me, that's rewarding. And, I, and once again, I'm there for them. I'm not there for me. Mm-hmm. And if I can just get them that right workout, push a little harder, get outside that comfort zone, while at the same time enjoying what you're doing, then it's very gratifying. And like I said, that teaching is more a stress relief for me. It's not my, my nine-to-five job. And, you know, the, the kind of job that I do have, it is a stressful job. So for me, I, I still try to take class every day as a student. He I'll does. And In fact, take a class and teach a class. Exactly. Wow. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, are, you take more classes than any other teacher that I can tell. Well, maybe maybe scope classes. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you? Learning, I don't care about the yoga. Learning switch. from other instructors too. Oh, every class I take, I learn. I learn something, whether maybe something you shouldn't do or something. Oh, I'm going to integrate mm-hmm. this into my practice. What makes a What makes a good teacher? Oh, that new flash wanted to get into this. <laughs> I want to name names. You know what's nice. Every teacher has their has their following, so to speak. Every sure. teacher has the students. Mm-hmm. No, it's true because every student says, "This is my favorite teacher." Yeah, exactly. I mean, every time I've gone to work out with somebody, they're like, "You got to come see this this yeah. person." It's always class. about the teacher. It's always about the teacher because yeah. I mean, a class is a class. Otherwise, yeah. exactly. And so you know, whatever matches. I think music is a big part of it. And what the teacher music? picks Teacher's the music. Person, yeah, teacher. We make our own playlist. Sure. So we spend a lot of time putting putting our playlist. Well, I do. And so I think that that can really make or break your class. And if one thing is, I, I like to hear that column at the end of the class, like, oh, I love the playlist. Where can I find your playlist? Yeah. Because, you know, the music, as you know, it helps you get moving. Yeah. It takes your mind off of the workout. Yeah. Bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, I'm sleeping at the wheel. And also, the, I think personality. 
personality is a big part too, how motivating you can be. You know, because you, you're in a class when you're working out. Maybe you don't want to work out no more. You, you, you figure you hit that wall, but if you just... At some point in every class, you're going to hit a wall. Yeah. You can, I mean, you just got to power through it. Yeah, the teacher can find that right motivation buttons to help you power through it. So I think that's important. What makes, a, what makes a bad teacher? Wow, Flash. <laughs> you're going to... Yeah. What Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes a bad teacher? Well, bad... Well, they're probably still learning, but I think, in my opinion not connecting with the students you know maybe not there for the right reasons or maybe you know and this you got to make an effort to connect and it's not about you the teacher you know and so and i think the students they think they, they kind of figure it out yeah if they feel oh, well this this, this teacher is really here for me really here to help out versus oh i guess i'm here for the teacher you know Mm. So never thought of it like no, that. No, that's true. I've I've yeah. had a class like that. I've I've, I've stepped into a few. Yoga is my thing. Is yeah. I'll, I'll go to yoga classes. I'll step into a class, and if the yoga instructor makes no effort to recognize what's going on in the room, and he's just just going through the motions, yeah. just here's here's the next pose, here's the next one, yeah. here's the next one, you know, and whatever's going on in her head or his head, whatever they're thinking about, you know, yeah. you can always tell when they're just like crossing like exercises yeah. off of a list first yeah. first we're going to do this and then we're going to do that and then now the thing with crossfit rob is not so much teacher oriented right because it's like here's the workout oh yeah you put it on the board you put right? the right. workout on the board and then you just go so it's it's not teacher centric at all correct right. it's similarly it's really you know just they're putting the workouts through like they're programmed every day ahead of time too um some places you can see the workout ahead of time sometimes you just walk in blind but they do choose like the playlist. That's definitely a thing that bothers me. Is like some of the coaches play like some whack stuff. Mm-hmm. And but going really back to kind of if you find a teacher that you like, like that's awesome to get to that class. So was it, so a CrossFit teacher when you're doing the workout? Are they just there saying like, "Come on, Rob, like you can do it"? There's definitely those teachers, but uh, a lot of times the coaches, uh, teachers are, you know, they're being able to like help you with your form, especially when you get into Olympic weightlifting and that's like a big part of it. Like burpees are easy. Like you're not doing a, you are doing a burpee. You're not doing a burpee. There's no kind of, you know, there's a modification for it, but at least like you're going to do it right or don't. Um, but with the Olympic weightlifting piece, like that's a big part of like transition because you're putting a ton of weight, you know, up over your head in that form and that balance and the way that. Are that, you doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. Look at him. Right Look how now? much weight he's lost. <laughs> well, just, uh, what's, what, he's got. He's eating dim sum every day. He's got to balance that out. <laughs> yeah. Are you? So you're you're lifting those giant tires. You're, you're picking up the weights. Yeah. I mean, that's not every day, but that's like part of the programming. For you're sure. throwing skip skipper around all over the place, <laughs> lifting her up over your head. <laughs> but yeah, it's a big part of it too. I think you find a, a coach that you like, and you know you try to go to their class. But yeah, um, yeah it just all depends. It's hard to find something that you like. I mean, for me, it was like I would go to the gym. I'd pay. It was the most expensive gym membership because I would go. I'd pay for the year, whatever discount rate, 200 bucks or whatever, and I'd go twice. You know, it'd be like $100 a class for me, basically. <laughs> you know, or I'd, I'd go and I'd hire a trainer and I'd do the, the three weeks or four weeks of training, whatever. And then at the end of it, I'd still somehow manage to go into a gym and walk around and not know what any of the equipment does. Yeah, you know? we can tell. Well, that's what I'm saying. But then you find <laughs> yoga. And then, like, for me, that was it for me. I, I found Bikram and it's like, this is it. I like, I like everything about it. And that's all it takes, you know. So it's like if you find it, whatever it is that you like to do. 
then at least that's going to keep you engaged, keep you interested. has a lot to do with the instructor. Yeah, but then it becomes your lifestyle too, right? It's not just one of those once or oh. twice a year yeah. or Constant. I'm going to start, I'm going to do this for a month and then <laughs> done. It, be, it yeah. becomes part of your, your routine, your yeah. life because it's something you enjoy. And that's the secret is, is yeah. doing the routine. Yeah. You know? But that's what sucks about when you, after, you know, trying all these different workouts and, and all this different stuff, you find like the workout that you like, whether it's, you know, Sculpt or CrossFit or Orange Theory or whatever, and then you get a junk teacher. So it's like you've done all this work to figure out what it is you like, and then you get a junk teacher, and then that workout is, is not very good. Even though it's the type of workout that you like, I don't know that many of us have had this this junk teacher experience quite as bad as you have, Flash. Every in core power, correct me. I mean, Max, you can attest to this. I, I think it's I can, all I've about only had one or two bad instructors. It's all about who who's the teacher at that time. Like, are they new? Have you taken their class before? Like, everyone I know at core power is all about who is the teacher. Are cult. they any good? It's a cult. Well, because but the difference between a good sculpt class and a bad sculpt class is strictly on the teacher. Yeah. And and, it, and and maybe that's why his class is so popular then, because uh, you know the combination of the fact that you know you don't teach as often as maybe some of the other instructors, um, and maybe the other instructors just aren't as into it. That that, that could that be it? part of it, and you know it could be burnout too, right? Some of them. I mean, there's a number, there's a number of reasons. Like you said, like, if they are going through, the, if you feel they're going through the routine. Yeah. You know? I do notice, like, there's there's kind of, like... Uh, is the, it more popular now? I mean, it seems like... It's growing. Yeah, it's, it's big. It's so big, get, big and more, getting bigger. There's room Ayo. for growth. Yeah. There's room uh, to get more classes, oh, to get yeah. more instructors, more people. Can people... How do you learn to be a sculpt instructor? Is, are, oh, there, are, there, are there training classes in Hawaii? Core Power has got the whole setup. They, they originated just go in. in. They originated in Colorado, and they just... They're open up studios. Oh. I don't know how many every month throughout the country. And they have a whole teacher training program. That's another. Yeah, so, so, you, so you can start from workout to teacher all the way to the end. Yeah. Nice. And what I've heard, by the way, from uh, local people that have taken core power classes on the mainland is they all say to a person, the Hawaii teachers are the best. Nice. They really do feel like that the core power teachers on the mainland are just going through the mo motions. Well, that's amazing. I, I, just hearing you talk about it, hearing, hearing flash, hearing people that have taken your class talk about it. There's an enthusiasm there. You know, there's there's a certainly these people are starting to feel. What do you got, Rob? What is this? <laughs> what are you doing? It's the Ron gonna, Swanson. You guys oh, got to yeah. prove you're not cops. <laughs> oh, Cheers. Oh. Cheers. <laughs> work out. We're doing a shot, work everybody. Work out, work out. This is the, how, Skipper, how do you say it? Lagavulin. I don't know. Now I'm, now you, maybe La I'm saying it wrong. Lagavulin. I've, I've heard it pronounced many different It's the Ron Swanson's <laughs> favorite scotch. Swanson. Oh, my God. Work out. Whoa. The one thing um, that the, the common trait with all the good sculpt teachers is every good popular sculpt teacher has the best music. That's that's definitely like number one. How often one. do you update your your playlist? When how often do you refresh your playlist? Ooh, I'll probably change out the songs almost between every class, but not every wow. song. Maybe really? like a handful of songs, just so it doesn't get the same. You know, really. So. That's that's well, that's I, faster than radio well, stations update our our playlist. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the same song on there for a couple uh -huh. of months if it's a real good song, but then yeah. I'll try bringing new ones every. You know. But like, so like, uh, Max is a huge fan of the Weekend, and like when the Weekend's new album came out, like all of a sudden, like literally the next day, all the like bangers on the Weekend's yeah. new album were in Max's playlist. Are you, are you playing? Are you playing that Childish Gambino song? 
Which one? Is that on your, this is, this this is America? America? You play oh. now? No, I, has I, that one got a good workout? It, it, beat that's up? like the number one song right now, right? But yeah, but that's the workout, the video makes yeah. the song good. Yeah. It's the vi- yeah. Oh, okay, so I haven't played it because I listened to it a, n- a number of times, but I can't figure out where to put it in yeah. class. No, I can it's see. all the songs okay. I mean, the yeah. the songs in a in a workout class, it's it's about the BPM. Sure. The BPM has. What's to your match. favorite? What's your favorite workout song right now? What's your motivation song? Yeah, I've been, I've been feeling Miguel lately. Miguel. Yeah, and one song I've been feeling lately, I've been um. It's called Pineapple. For some reason. That's this week, though. But I, I, I change my song each week, right? Have you heard Pineapple? I haven't heard Pineapple. I'm going to see if I can find it here. Is that when you say your favorite song, is that like when we're doing cardio? Like the really like level 10, like six gear? This is, is this Pineapple? He's yeah. playing it first. Got to keep playing. Oh. <laughs> this is but, a super high tech. I was just, oh, I was just holding an say. iPhone to a, to a speaker. <laughs> We have a whole studio here, and that's how we're doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can see just that kind of song right there. This, it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's in Hawaii, but uh, yeah. it does feature Gucci Mane, though. Yeah. That's kind of cool. But it, it has not, Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Miguel. That's Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, but, my <laughs> goodness. No wonder you couldn't find it. I Classic always, Max. I always get knocked for not knowing the names. Classic like that, Max. It's all about the song. That's funny. That well, at least, at least it's that song, because as soon as you said Pineapple, I was thinking it was, uh, was going to be, it up, it gonna up. be this song. I mean, it's, a, it's been around for a few months. I thought, I thought it was the Pineapple Pen song. I thought that's what you were going to play. <laughs> uh, no. No. That's <laughs> but, but, I mean, this, this song alone right here, right? Yeah. Like, well, you could tell it's different than your Bikram class yeah. or your normal yoga yeah. class. That's it, Flash. Hold up, hold up the iPhone to the microphone. Well, now That's... that you know the artist, maybe you can actually find it. Yeah. Hold <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for it. I don't know. I didn't, well, Star 1019 doesn't play it. So. <laughs> We're in the Star Studios. It's not happening. Max, thanks for coming in today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, getting to know more about you. Um, I mean, it's, I can tell why your classes are so popular. You seem very genuine. Um, and the fact that you like to drink at party and get people fit and healthy is, uh, is always a good thing. Um, if uh, people want to take your class, people want to come and, and, uh, and experience uh, your classes, what's the best way for them to find out what your schedule is, things like that? Hit a flash, I guess, and see as all. <laughs> no. Hello's <laughs> oh, Instagram. No. Unless but, you're hot. Then yes. <laughs> no, you, go on the website, Core Power Yoga. All the information is there. Okay. Uh, and then uh, do you want to shout out your, your law firm? Oh no! Like if if you're if you're pulled over, call me. You know, no, nothing like that. I'm just at Hawaii Electric, so I'm not in a. What's nice? So you're, I'm not not doing, you're not doing any law. law no, that's okay. But if you're the next Marcus Mariota, <laughs> give him a call. <laughs> call me. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about where? How, where can we follow you on uh, Instagram? Oh, my, my name Max Hanneman. Max okay. Hanneman. Yeah. All right. Double in both times. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, Max. Thanks for coming in. Let's uh, let's hit up y'all. Watch it real quick, Skipper. Uh, you're you're all over the place. Uh, when uh, when can we find you? When what's your regular schedule over there? Um, pretty much every day. I'm pretty much there all the time. That's <laughs> it. Oh, that's I'm not sure. Sla- Matt Rob's a, <laughs> like, Rob's a slave driver. It's the third floor it's grand. It's my Lanai. day off, and I'm here with you guys. Uh, now, kind of at you watching too. That's Skipper, <laughs> what's the uh, if I come in and I see that Skipper specifically that you're working, what what drink do I need to order that only you can make? Mm. Uh, it depends, but I, if you have anything, uh, agave, mezcal, tequila. I like dark, uh, spirit-forward, stirred cocktails. We like it the mezcal. Like the agave. <laughs> we like it the mezcal. I got you there. That's like that's my heart. Awesome. All right, all right. <laughs> where can we follow you on uh, the socials? Um, Skipper Bonanno on everything. Skipper Bonanno. Yeah. 
All right, Rob, you uh, you pretty much own the third floor terrace at the International oh, yeah. Marketplace. Uh, I mean, that's where we find you. You're there all the time. Am I right? I'm there when important people are around, you know? So really? usually when you guys are there, I'll be yeah, there. Oh, I was just going to say, that's why you never see them. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I always see I see Flash there. creeping around there all the time. I, I am creeping that's around it, there yeah, all the time, yeah. yeah. I mean, the third floor is pretty much Rob and a pizza place. That's pretty much it. That's, that's all that's, that's, wow. that's going on up there. Wow. Um, we have... Uh, we have a number of lovely restaurants on the third floor. <laughs> Just come visit us. Get so, an hour free parking. Wh- where can uh, we look at uh, Yawacha online? Follow at Yawacha Waikiki. That's right. How do you spell that? Y-A-U-A-T-C-H-A. Yawacha. Yawacha. And Yawacha specials, you, you, you got, uh, what's your weekly events? Yeah, we got uh, Flow and Prosper, which is our happy hour. Um, got six uh Flow and Prosper? That sounds like a class for- Max would teach. <laughs> $6 dim sum awesome. baskets, $8 cocktails. Um, and then catch us first Friday. We got an uh, awesome lineup of uh, female DJs, Super C Dub. Krista, right? Yeah. Godiva, mm-hmm. Titabite, Keala Kennelly. Jem. Is Jem's Gem playing? Yeah. Too. So we got nice. a pretty stellar first Friday. So come visit us this uh, next month. Excellent. And at uh, across the hall at Herringbone, well, um, you guys have, uh, the, have the big brunch party over there as well, right, Tim? Yeah. Uh, every weekend we do uh, weekend brunch. In fact, in fact, uh, June 16th, I think it is. I don't know. One of the second or third Friday in June. Grace Lee uh, from Hawaii News Now, which as any listener to the podcast knows, is my favorite morning show anchor. Who is she? Is, uh, <laughs> what is she going to be on the show? And Herringbone, Rob is going to be back with Herringbone uh, that day. That's right. Fantastic. All right. So we're just in. we're milking Rob for all he's worth yeah. over here. Champagne, <laughs> bourbon, scotch, whiskey, Woo! everything. Just bring it. As long as you guys are happy is all that matters to me. Well, thanks for coming in. Let me tell you, the International Marketplace, uh, if you're a local and you're listening to this podcast and you haven't been to the Third Floor Terrace, you are missing out on fantastic restaurants, awesome people, uh, great happy hour specials. Uh, just uh, Almost every restaurant there is amazing. Almost. Almost. One of them isn't. I'm not going to tell you which one of this, though. <laughs> It's not one of yours. I'll wow. Tell you that. All right. So coming up uh, next podcast, Blast. Uh, May 23rd. Podcast, by the way, comes out every Wednesday. Uh, May 23rd, we have drag queen extraordinaire Miss Candy Shell is going to be on the show with a bartender from Hula's, of course. Oh, that's fun. So check out a new show every Wednesday afternoon on the iHeart app or iTunes or I guess anywhere you can find podcasts these days. Yeah, pretty much we are wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, so Rob, the Hakkasan Group, coming back in June with Herringbone. Uh, Grace Lee is coming back. And if you haven't told a friend about the Malequin Flash podcast. Don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.